with all that's happening in the world, we are wishing you all the best in health, happiness, and love. Be safe. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Lunita. We're just two parents coming at you from our tiny-ass apartment in Brooklyn. I'm Justin. I'm Nina. And Luna is... Again with her T.T. Camille. Thank you, T.T. Mill, man. Guys, don't underestimate the power of a great friend. Yeah. And if they're a great friend, just tell your kid it's their aunt. Yeah. And plug them on the podcast. Love you, girl. (laughs) Thank you, sis. All right. So for today's episode, we are talking finding an apartment in New York City. Yowza. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of information in here. So be sure to check out the supplemental blog post on lunita.nyc. We've got all the information organized on there for you, as well as plenty of additional resources. So you're definitely going to want to head on over there. So I know you're probably thinking, why should I be listening to these two dorks talk about finding an apartment? Here's why. I worked. (laughs) Me. Let me tell you. I worked as a social worker for a long time. And in the beginning of graduate school, I spent a year working for a housing coalition based in Brooklyn. And my primary duties there were to support people who were going through really tough times with their landlords mm-hmm. or were having really just were in horrific living situations and felt really trapped and also helping people navigate the hellhole that is the Brooklyn housing court. Hellhole. So I learned a lot about what rights you have as a tenant and how and why they are systematically withheld from people so that landlords can have an upper hand. For me, I um, actually worked professionally in real estate for a little over four years. Um, One time at a leasing office in the financial district of Manhattan doing sales and another time in finance um, through appraisals here in New York City. All in all, Justin and I have lived in a total of six apartments in New York, which when you think about it, isn't that bad? Yeah, but we've lived in this same apartment for going on seven years. So those first three-ish years... Of our 10 years living here. We're bouncing around, yeah. So that's kind of bad. But it's kind of par for the course that when you live in New York City, you should have an idea that moving happens a lot more than it's it does. Just part of, it's just part of New York life, man. It really is. People are always looking for a roommate or a new apartment or trying to get out of their current situation. Yeah. And Never if ending. That's not your experience in New York, then good for you. Good for you. All right. So let's jump right into it. Why is it so tough or stressful to find an apartment here in New York City? For me, it's incredibly stressful because it is so damn expensive here. New York has one of the highest costs of living in the country. 
And on average, you can expect to be spending about 30% of your salary just on your housing, which to me is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Um, Rent is too damn high, guy. I am voting for you. What is that guy's name? Please somebody DM us (laughs) at Lunina Podcast and let us know what the rent is too damn high guy's real name is and where we can find him because he he knows what's up my hero so um another reason apartments go fast this isn't something where you take a look at an apartment you sit around you decide with whoever you're going to be moving with uh two three weeks later you come back to the office and give your information no this is something where if you do not decide that day there is a possibility that you cannot decide tomorrow because the apartment is gone sometimes not even that day like within a couple of hours yeah while i was working in the financial district it would be somebody would come in they wouldn't have the paperwork ready they'd walk out to go get the paperwork ready somebody else would walk in and take their apartment yeah it's crazy yeah it was quick yes Another reason it's very hard to find an apartment here is because there are so many dope neighborhoods to choose from. There's over a hundred neighborhoods in New York City. Over a hundred neighborhoods. I can only name like 10 off the top of my head. Maybe 20. I could probably name 40, but that's still less than half. Yeah. And uh, I've lived here for almost a decade and I'm not aware of like half of them. So there's a lot of awesome places. I've been to the Bronx one time. I've been to Queens maybe four times. I used to work in Queens. Shout out to Queens. We love you, Queens. Love you, Queens. And then um, lastly, what's so stressful is that there are so many different ways of going about finding an apartment. There really are. You can go through a broker. You can go through word of mouth. Shout out to Craigslist back in the day. Yeah, there's a ton of ways. We're going to get into it. But ultimately, if you are thinking about moving to New York City, know that these are some potential hurdles. It doesn't mean you can't still do it. It's just something to take into consideration. It is not like moving to any other city in the country. Yeah, and now that you know that these are stressors, you don't have to stress so much about it. Yeah. Prepare. Yeah. So, real quick, a few must-know resources. Get out your pen and paper. Write these suckers down, man. Just text them to yourself. Or if I'm really in a rush, I just text it to, like, Justin or my mom. Yeah. Um, StreetEasy.com. I wish that there was some sort of, like, discount code that we could have got for everybody on that. That We love StreetEasy.com. We love StreetEasy. We love StreetEasy's. Ease of use, I guess. On, so easy to use. Yeah, so easy to use. The interface is beautiful. Um, we love Street Easy's subway ads. So love you, funny. Street Easy. Street Easy is sometimes me and Justin's preferred method of apartment porn just because, yeah. yo, there are so many beautiful apartments out there. If we really want to get into an emotional black hole, we'll just set the price for like any because you can do that. Yeah, you can search by price. sales, maximum price, any. And then we'll just eat ice cream and cry. Minimum price, four million. Just, <laughs> just because you know. You just because you know, man. <laughs> yeah. And if we, you know, didn't have to feed Luna, we'd be on there all day. 
Yeah, honestly, Street Easy is the shit. Yeah, so go check it out. Anyways, uh, another one. New York City's worst landlord list. Please check this one out before you consider moving forward with an apartment. Yeah, as soon as you hear the name of your landlord or your potential landlord. Or your management company. Look them up. Google them. There are some demons out there, some man. Some real evil people out there. I'm just going to tell a quick story. Please. My old landlord, who oh. didn't even make the list, he didn't even make the list for this one, uh, had two of his cronies go out to an elderly woman's house because she refused to move because she had rent control. God bless her soul. Um, they dressed in blackface. Demons. Took pipes to her kitchen sink and her bathroom. Broke everything. And then luckily got caught on their own cameras. But their intention behind it was they were going to say she created such damage to the apartment. They had no choice but to evict her and then jack up the price of the rent for whoever moved in next. You know who you are, demons. They're literally still in prison. And they... I don't know if they are still in prison. They're not? I don't know. Well, they should be. And they still did not make... The worst. They still didn't make the worst list. <laughs> worst landlords in New York City list. Yeah. So please. So just go check that out. If your landlord's on that list, man, don't. Do not. All right. And then real quick, uh, Yelp.com. Super easy for finding uh, brokers, real estate agents. You know, shout out to Yelp. And Airbnb. Uh, we actually know plenty of people that have used Airbnb to message somebody who was a host negotiate with them a little bit of a longer term stay for a little cheaper and um you know search neighborhoods that way if you can afford to search a neighborhood that you're interested in by living there for a week before signing any leases or or a day i mean you know more power to you that's awesome and we can we would suggest doing it if you can afford it yeah totally moving on When it comes to finding an apartment in New York City, be practical and be realistic. Like we said earlier, on average, 30% of your income is going to be going to your housing. It is messed up, but it is unfortunately relatively unavoidable. Yeah, they suggest that the maximum you spend on rent is up to 30% of your income. There are some people that are literally paying 75% of their income towards rent. So, you know, best of luck to everybody out there. It's very, very hard. Um, We will also say that if you are moving to New York City and you are not familiar with living in New York City, I'm so sorry, sweetie, but you got to lower your expectations. Yeah. Um, If you've watched Friends and want to move up here because of that or Sex and the City because you want to move up here from that. LOL. It's not happening. You're not going to find an apartment on the Upper West Side that's 1,500 square feet, three bedrooms with an outdoor space for $500 a month. You will literally never find that. You're going to find, for $500 a month, you're going to be living in a rat hole. Oh, no. For $500 a month, (laughs) don't even think about moving to the Upper West Side. Yeah, definitely. You're not getting anything for $500 a month. Also, lower your expectations in terms of you may need a roommate. That's just the case here. Um, a lot of people have roommates, make it work. And uh, yeah, I guess best of luck to you. A lot of New Yorkers I know had to build up over years and years and years to the point where they can now afford to live alone. It took years of roommates and working towards it. Yeah, definitely. And with every apartment, you get a little wiser. 
Yeah. And I mean, the more you find out about neighborhoods and everything, the more you come to realize that there are still cheaper places out here. There are still deals and you can find them. Yes. But in terms of certain things like outdoor space, closet space, bedrooms. Yeah. It's just not bathroom size. Bathroom size is huge. It's just not the way most New York City apartments are built. Yeah. Lower your expectations. But, you know, you don't have to lower your standards because of it. No, absolutely not. All right, a quick tip. Well, I guess not a quick tip. The next tip. Uh, Find the right neighborhood for you. And I would even go as far as to suggest find the right borough first. Yeah, I mean, just Brooklyn alone is the size of Chicago, where I'm originally from. Brooklyn is the third largest city in America. Yes. So please take that in mind. A borough is, exploring one borough could, I mean, I still haven't explored all of Brooklyn and it's been almost 10 years. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, so keep that in mind. Have an idea of what you're looking for. I also want to make a quick mention here. Within the last 20 years, we have seen an explosion in terms of gentrification throughout cities across the United States. It is important to understand that if you are moving to a neighborhood that is predominantly black, undocumented or documented immigrants or people of color, that you owe it to them to do your research, to understand the history, to understand some of the challenges and setbacks these communities have had to overcome. It is also your responsibility that you get to know the people in your neighborhood, especially if you are not from that economic or racial group. And if you are not willing to do so, you really need to have a conversation with yourself about why you're moving there in the first place. To call the police on a person of color or a black person in 2020 is to put their life in danger. If you are moving to communities with large minority groups, don't just go around calling the fucking police. Yeah, not to mention how rude it is. Not to mention how just awful it is. Yeah. Um, thank you. Now, some things that you could take into consideration, right? If you have an opportunity to, visit the neighborhood beforehand, right? Whenever me and Nina were moving, we actually came down to this neighborhood multiple times on different days of the week at different times of day. Totally. One time we come down to see the nightlife, right? Saturday night, checking it out, seeing what the crowd's all about. That rhymes. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We also would come down midday. Check out your local grocery store. Oh, a grocery store is a great way to get an idea for what not only the neighborhood is like, but what primary minority groups live here. All the grocery stores in our neighborhood, you are going to get Lebna, you're going to get Harissa, you're going to get Fresh Pita because there's a very large Middle Eastern and Arabic community. Yeah. And of course, you know, you get the opportunity to check pricing and quality. Pricing and quality is huge. Yeah. Whenever you're deciding on a neighborhood, think about the proximity to your must-haves. Are you moving to New York City because you want to be near cultural institutions? Are you moving to New York City because you love not sleeping because the lights are 
blashing through your window at Times Square. Yeah. Don't move to Times Square. <laughs> don't Just move don't to Times Square. Are you moving to New York City for a job? Maybe it's important that you have an apartment close to your job. Yeah. Do you drive? Think about um, whether or not there's going to be parking spaces available for you. Are you more about public transit? Watch out for the transit dead zones. We're looking at you, Red Hook. Red Hook. Hey, they might be putting in a um, tram. Okay, call me when that happens. But until then, we're looking at you, Red Hook. Yeah. Um, also, determine your vibe, what you're looking for in a neighborhood. Do you want to live in a neighborhood where there's a lot of people that are single and young? Because you're single and young. Mm-hmm. Or you have Peter Pan syndrome. Do you want to move to a neighborhood that is family friendly because you're pregnant or thinking about having children or have children? Do you want to move to a neighborhood that is pet friendly near some dog parks or some... Mm -hmm. Or parks in general. Exactly. Um, So these are things to think about as well. What is your vibe? What are you looking for? What makes you feel comfortable in a community? Yeah. Are you looking for hustle and bustle or little quiet space to go home to. Please be aware that both are capable of finding here. Totally. All are capable of finding There's here. There's a hundred plus neighborhoods. Yeah. You can find a good neighborhood. I literally don't care if your vibe is sniffing feet, eating corn on the cob while watching reruns of Xena Warrior Princess. There is a vibe and a neighborhood for everyone here. Good luck with that. Do you. <laughs> Do you, right? And... Plan for the future, all right? Take a serious look at where you are and where you think that you're heading. Or where you want to be. Yeah. You know, some people just move to a place because it's the next place to move to and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, that was us for our first couple of apartments. Kind of I bouncing just couldn't place afford. To place. Yeah. Um, after we sat down, settled down, figured out our future plans, then we could make lo- more longer term decisions and... You know, as we had stated earlier, we've been in this apartment for seven years now and um, we're pretty happy here. Yeah, it's been great to us. Yeah. It's tiny, but it's great. Now, I do also want to state that there are resources on the supplemental blog post, lunita.nyc, that actually have descriptions of neighborhoods. Highly recommend you go check that out. Wish I would have known about them before we, uh, I guess, went apartment hunting ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, a lot of the info we're giving you is stuff we learned along the way. And I wish I had had this information when I was moving. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's jump into the methods of the apartment hunt, right? Ways of finding an apartment. Okay. So you can go through a broker or an agent, if you will. It is, I think, the most pricey way to go out of all our options here. Yeah, you expect to pay a broker's fee of one month's rent. Ouch. But unfortunately, your broker's got to eat too. Yeah. And um, some of the pros that come with a broker or an agent are exclusivity. Um, A lot of landlords deal with one broker and they have units that you might not otherwise see on websites or through the ads. A con to going through a broker is historically in the United States, there have been a lot of ways people of color and people from minority groups in general have been discriminated against. against. 
And unfortunately, even in 2020, in a place like New York City, racism, sexism, homophobia, homophobia are still very much alive. So a con to going with a broker is you may not see what be shown what you deserve or you may be treated like a second class citizen. And I totally understand not wanting to go with a broker for those reasons. Definitely. Uh, what about websites? Pros and cons to websites. All right, I'm talking maybe like Craigslist, um, Street Padmapper. Um, there's a lot of great websites out there for looking at apartments in New York City. The pro is you get an idea of what you're dealing with before you take the leap to go actually check it out. It'll typically say proximity to the nearest subway or the nearest bus line or whatever. Do you have any other pros for websites? Simplicity. You know, you can do it remotely. You do not have to come and visit New York City to find your next apartment. No. I will say the con to going through websites is a lot of apartments are now digitally enhanced. So you may not actually be seeing what the real apartment looks like. They're also going to do everything they can on websites to make the apartment look as enticing as possible. Even though they're taking photos of how lovely the sunlight comes in through the kitchen, they may not be taking photos of the rat droppings underneath the sink. So it's something to think about. Definitely. Especially if you can't make it to see the apartment in person. Definitely. Management companies. Those are not my jam. I used to work for a management company. A little bit elitist, it felt like. Totally. I feel like management companies in New York City are incredibly expensive. They cost a lot to live there. They do come with some lovely amenities. Definitely. Um, but for me, there's this feeling of exclusivity that's very based on race and economic status and to me, most buildings that I've been in in New York that are run by management companies feel a lot more like a hotel, which is for me not what I'm looking for. But for yeah. some people, if that's how you like to live, that's great. Consider checking some of them out. Yeah. Also, I will say that some pros of a management company are you avoid the broker's fee. All right? You can go directly to the management office and they uh, don't take a fee off you. Which is a huge pro. Yeah. Also... Um, they're larger organizations, so they're a little bit more organized than a single landlord or somebody just renting a room. And if you need something fixed, they're more likely to get it fixed faster. The vibe with the management company on the flip side to that is, oh, too bad you don't want to pay the rent increase? Get the fuck out. Somebody else will. Yeah, a little less personal. Definitely, because it's a company. Yeah. Uh, yeah, negotiations are a little bit more difficult. All right, um... Got another two for you. Got one called The Walk and Knock. This one here, I've personally never done. I've done this. When I was looking for apartments prior to living with Justin, I just literally knocked on the doors of some of the other tenants and was like, hey, like, how do you like living here? And the vibe was either, yeah, it's great. I've been here a long time. I'm happy here. Or the vibe was, This place has mm -hmm. fucking roaches. So it really depends. But for me, I think one of the 
best ways to figure out if an apartment is right for you is to talk to some of the long-term tenants to yeah, see if there I was, are long-term I was thinking tenants. like to actually find an apartment, the walk and knock, you know, go to a building that you really like or a neighborhood that you like mm-hmm. and just buzz somebody and say, hey, you have your landlord's telephone number or do you know if anybody is looking for a room to rent in this space that might be kind of freaky be aware of some things when doing that i personally have not done that but if that's what you're comfortable doing yeah i think that that's a little bit of an older thing Uh, everybody i've talked to that has actually done that is well above the age of the internet okay got it so maybe (laughs) walking knock is not the most modern version yeah but if you're feeling inspired try it yeah 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 and then lastly, um, ask other New Yorkers. Yeah, just ask people that live here. Yeah, ask your friends, ask your colleagues, ask that random guy walking down the street that looks a little too creepy. No, don't ask him. Just keep it moving. Just keep it moving. Don't fucking just keep deal it. with him. Just keep it moving. Moving on to pro tips. Pro tips. You're welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, pro tip number one, the time of year matters. It surely does. Once the weather starts to get nice here around, I'd say like April, March. Yeah. Late March, early April. People start to move here in the hordes. Because when you think about it, schools are starting to let out, which means internships are becoming Available. available. Wow, like seriously available. People are graduating from school. Yep, so they're coming to the city for a job. Yeah. Um, the weather's nicer. So that does make the market a lot more competitive. Yeah, definitely. So uh, Also on the flip side of that, going into the new school year, a lot of students are moving in and need housing, yes. et cetera, et cetera. So best time of year to rent. Any idea? December. That's my guess. Close. February. Yeah. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. February is the best time of year to move. You will actually get an apartment for less money. The logic behind that is your landlord or management company doesn't want to lose money. To them, an empty unit is losing money. So they're way more likely to negotiate a little bit. Yep. They're a little more flexible in the winter. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's something to consider because who the hell is moving on Christmas Eve? Smart people, that's who. That's who. All right, second pro tip. Have a list of musts and must nots. Please try to keep it realistic here, friends. Okay, this is not House Hunters International. Love you, House Hunters International. Love you, but some of those people stress me out. Yeah. It's like, chill. I need a bathroom on the roof. So I can bathe in the moonlight and shave my mustache. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chill. Not happening. Chill. Some of your musts and must nots are probably totally doable. For me, a must not is I cannot do carpeting. I'm severely allergic to mold and I know for a fact nobody who rents apartments with carpeting is changing it every year. That's just not how that goes here. Yeah. For me, um, one of my must-nots is I cannot do a first-level or basement apartment. No. Uh, it's just not for me. There's not enough natural sunlight Yeah, for me. Um, second one, I 
just for some reason hate track lighting. He is not joking, friends. He hates him some track lighting. I hate track lighting. Yeah. I, I can't do it. It throws off the whole vibe for me. Yeah. Hey, but that's cool. That doesn't mean that there's not apartments available for us. Exactly. Exactly. Some musts might be a pet-friendly place. Mm-hmm. Or a place with a dishwasher, which is also, let's let's be honest here, dishwashers and laundry in your unit. A rare, man. That but if you... you're going to pay for it, hey, you can find it. I don't know anybody with both. I don't know anybody with both either. Yeah. If you have both in New York, like congratulations, congratulations. you made it. Congratulations. You made it. Yes. But for the rest of us, just get ready to wash the dishes with your hands. Or sometimes in the tub. I've had to do it in the tub. Long story. Yeah. Third pro tip. Come prepared. For real. Let's say that you're doing a broker. Have all your information ready. All right. We're talking about your last three pay stubs, if you have it, or a letter of employment stating how much you're making. We're talking about first month's rent and security deposit, sometimes even last month's rent and broker fee. Yes. Also be prepared to have your credit score looked at. Be prepared that you need multiple forms of identification. Be prepared that your landlord has the right to ask. And on average, they're asking for you to make 40 times your rent. 40 times your rent. That is ridiculous, but that's how it is. Yeah. And then lastly, come prepared to pull the trigger. All right. As we stated earlier, one of the biggest stressors about finding an apartment in New York City, they go fast. So be prepared to say yes to the dress. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, be prepared to make a decision quick. There's not a lot of time for second guessing here. And be okay with saying no. Landlords and brokers are going to try to pressure you into saying yes immediately because they want your money. You do not have to say yes to anything you're not 100% comfortable with. Yeah, this also goes back to the apartments go fast. They're going to use that to their advantage to try and tell you that if you do not pull the trigger on the apartment right this very second, then there's a possibility that the apartment is going to go. Now that does ring true, but do not allow people to pressure you uh, into making a decision that you're not comfortable making in that moment. And no is a complete sentence, friends. Yeah. Remember that these people are looking to get paid themselves. And this is top priority for a landlord is to get somebody into their space. Top priority for most landlords is to make as much money as they can off of you. Yeah. So take your time with it, but uh, be prepared to pull the trigger. Another pro tip. Before you sign anything or agree to give anyone any money, check everything. We're talking about run the faucets, bathtub, kitchen sink, bathroom sink, hot and cold. Flush the toilet. Make sure that sucker works. Last thing you want to do is drop that deuce and (laughs) stink up the whole apartment for the rest of your stay. For the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) Check the fridge. Check the freezer. Check the corners. Check under the sinks. Those are typically places where you will see roaches, rat, or mice droppings if they are there. 
If you see a couple little eh, droppings or skeletons in the corner, most likely that means your landlord has done a quick fix for a much bigger problem and you do not want to be living with any guests that aren't paying rent. Yeah, definitely. All right, we got two more tips for you here. One, check out the website nyc.gov backslash HPD. You can put in any address in New York City, whether you already live there or you're thinking about living there. And if your landlord has any rental violations, they will show up. Violations are coded into A, B, and C. I'm not going to get into what all of that means, but basically you need to be looking for what other tenants have complained about when living with that landlord or in that building. So if you see that six years in a row, the complaints were there was no heat for the building, bye. Don't even talk to that broker again. Just ghost them. Ghost, ghost that broker. Yeah, it doesn't have to make the worst landlord's list to be a bad landlord. Seriously. Last one is more of a suggestion if you can afford it. Get movers. Please. We've moved six times. I refuse to get movers myself. Hurt my back a couple of times. Every time he threw his back out. Let's be right. Got movers the last time. Life-saving. Also, check around. And uh, there are competitive pricing so you do not have to pay an arm and a leg for yeah, it. Yeah, not all movers cost. I called movers once and they were like, it's going to be $4,000. And I literally just hung up the phone. Yeah. Bye. Bye. With that, we are jumping into our wrap up. Moving to or within New York City can definitely have its stressful moments. But if you do your research, know what you are looking for and show up prepared it's actually a really fun time. It actually is really exciting. And you should look at it from a place of, I get to get out of whatever previous living situation mm-hmm. is in. Opportunities, abundance are coming. Yeah. Yeah. If we didn't have Luna, I'd go apartment hunting a little more often. Ultimately, with every apartment, you just learn more and know better. Because when you know better, you do better. All right. Hope we helped you out here. Appreciate you listening. And um, we'll see you on the next episode. Good luck with those apartments. And if you want to send us any New York City horror stories, we love that shit. DM us at Lunita Podcast. We're here for it. We might just read them out loud on the next episode. Thanks. If you enjoy Lunita, please subscribe and leave a review share with a friend, or share on your favorite social media platform. If you want to show even more support, consider joining our Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us continue to bring higher quality content to the world. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram, at Lunita Podcast, and be sure to check out lunita.nyc for supplemental posts, additional material, and more. And if you haven't heard it yet today, you are loved, you are appreciated, And we will see you on the other side.
Can you say thank you, everybody? Thank you, everybody.